celebrating greatness and we do it with the pig man Gucci here with Nucci drying up the game plan yeah chop it up with Steve while we on vacation if my field so was a college sports Atlanta wins the highs man but the clock is ticking so they say it's time to go sit back and enjoy the show yeah it's G-O-A-T whoa whoa this one harder to accept yeah, I don't have really much, you know, me, I, I sometimes have a lot to say, I don't have much to say, just a lot of, not much compete from the guys, that's on me, I gotta take the blame for that. What does that mean ultimately, like how, how do you... I didn't get the guys to compete hard enough, so, I, so I'll, I'll take the heat on this one. We just had, it was a lot of no-shows tonight. Do you think fatigue is a factor? I don't know, listen, I know that we, we call this gonna be a tough stretch, but you can't give in to its fatigue. You can't. You got to play smarter. Um, you know, you just got to do. Th you got to do things smarter. What is it that you need to do to get that effort? Just play smart and compete. So that actually knows. They came up with loose pucks. We didn't. I mean, you got side. I mean, there's nothing. You know, analyze it. There's nothing really to say. That you've got some practice time now coming up at home to kind of reset and. We're playing against Boston at four o'clock, so I don't know how much practice time we're gonna. Yeah, I would love to practice for a week right now, but we can't. This is a stretch that we need. So we need some guys to buckle up, change a few things maybe off the ice, get some rest. and uh, Because, you know, this is, I mean, this is not even close to, like, playoff hockey. I mean, they, 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 try, they were desperate, but if these guys think playoff hockey is that, we're in trouble. There's been a couple of games here where we need some guys to get going. Um, you know, I don't care what our record is. It's just been... You know, it's been a little bit disturbing, uh, some of the efforts from some of the guys right now. Right now. You guys talk about this talent. talent. Talent doesn't do anything if you don't work hard. You got to work hard. You know, we got to start to pick it up here. And we guys got to understand that when the puck comes on our rim, we have a technique to do it, and you have to have the BALLs to, to, to get the puck out. You can't just go in soft. There's a reason we practice and we talk about technique and things like that. And then when the pressure hits, you got to, you know, those are where the reps that come into play. It shouldn't be foreign to you when pressure hits. Um, and we, some things in our staples are foreign to us right now. Right now we're in that rut, and you know, I got to find answers to this team. You haven't lost very often this season, sure. But when you have, it's very rarely looked like that. Yeah. How do you hope your club responds on Saturday? Well, yeah, I mean, you're looking for, it's not just leadership, you're looking for everybody. You know, I don't care who you are, just worry about your game. You know, now, everybody's capable of doing things, but are we willing to do it right now? Welcome back, GOAT fans, to another episode of the greatest of all time podcast show, GOAT Radio. I'm the big man, and it's about time we have a pod with some complete beauties over video conference Boys, thank you for joining me. I got Coletta, I got Nucci, I got Tourzy. What's up, boys? Uh, much, big man. What's going on, Loach? <laughs> yeah, we got, uh, you know, a couple storylines we want to talk about, okay? We got some Canuck talk, we got some NFL talk, and we got a GOAT 5 question that's going to be pretty wicked now. But first things first, we got to say what we're wearing. Nucci, when you start us off, you look like you are... Uh, you look like you're in the soccer headquarters somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought I'd class it up a bit here for uh, my first Zoom. Actually, not my first, maybe, actually. I've done some other ones, but uh, class it up a bit here. I got the can of soccer. 
Um, just Nike zip up. They got a big game coming up uh, in March there against Trinidad for a spot in the Copa America. And I'll, I'll be down in Dallas uh, for that. So nice. looking forward to that one. And uh, yeah, I got the gold radio, uh, gold radio cap that's sold out. Well, we'll be watching that in the goat rush um, under the, the goat Tron and the, the the big screen that uh, was almost put up this week, me and Tourzy, um, we you know we had a mishap. We we got the 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 mount all set. We put it on, rainbow wow. the whole seventy five inch. It was rainbow broken. I went nuts on Costco manager. <laughs> I was I was looking for Aldo. You sure you didn't I, drop the TV before you put it up? I, I was about to take. I was about to take off the wrapping. I'm like, let's start taking off. Say, no, 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 let's just turn it on first. And we turn it on and just cracked full screen. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Right. But Coletta, what do you what do you got on? You got a nice little rooster on your head. Well, I got uh I got I'm just promoting my own, obviously, CCM hoodie, SFU hoodie, SFU hockey hoodie. But I I, I purchased this last week at, at North Dakota at the Shields superstore there. They have uh, all kinds of stuff. It's a waggle brand golf hat. Um Pretty cool stuff. It has a lot of different flavors and colors and animals on the hats and stuff. So I went with the rooster and uh, it's white. So that's dangerous already make, getting a white hat. I'm not sure that was a smart move, but um, you know, that's, uh, that's what I'm going with. Waggle golf brand. I don't know. I've never heard it. it look good to me. It'll look good on the golf course when we're yeah. swinging. Yeah. Yeah. After I shoot 130. And speaking, good. speaking of uh, the SFU Red Leaf Hockey Squad, uh, you guys just wrapped up. Is that right? Yeah, our, our travel component of the year is, is done. And um, we're just uh, going to go through some exit meetings and uh, returning player meetings and set up on the spring and summer workout programs, uh, get the schedule hopefully lined up for next year. And, um, you know, have a debriefing and, and um, cap it off with our big uh, fundraising lunch we do at Rogers Arena at the Sports Bar on April 12th, um, nice. which is a big event for us and a big uh, a big to-do. Um, a lot of good people are in the room and um, hopefully some announcements coming up on who's going to be there. But needless to say, I, I think overwhelmingly this year was a success. Um, just the simple fact and, and what I said to our guys, and I'll leave it at this, is every team we played this year was a varsity, fully funded hockey program. Every team. So... We, we tip our caps um, to those programs, obviously the best of the best. And, um, and, and then, you know, I pat my guys on the back because they did a tremendous job playing against those, those, those kind of universities. You guys did awesome. So much more to come and we're pumped for next year, for sure. The whole lower mainland uh, Tourzy, uh those stripes. Uh, I know Coletta wasn't too happy to see you wear that. No, but... I know he wasn't. Um, well, I mean, I had a couple of Bellagios today, so I thought I'd probably be taking a sweater off the, the wall. But uh, I had to go to the archives and just rock out the just the pinstripe. You know, spring training starts tomorrow and uh, got to represent my team, the Yanks. Got the judge on the back. Uh, excited for the next year. So uh, I know Coletta's shaking his head. He's in disgust. I know one of his pitchers already got his shoulder. Yeah, uh, he's done. So it's just. That's why he's upset. He's taking that out on the jersey, yeah. but it's all. And they, they might not even sign Alonzo either. So my Mets are in trouble here. We're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's all good. Okay, boys. I'll end it off with. I we just uh, 
the Gotoraz just got this uh, last week from the memorabilia man, Bobich. He met up with my former teammate, Martin Jones. He is the, what do you guys think? He's the starter in Toronto right now? Is he starting? I think there's open. is open there. They want to go with Samson off, but uh, I mean, that's probably their biggest question mark going uh, going for the rest of the season here is their goaltending because they got the firepower and they just won four in a row or about to win five in a row without Morgan Riley who got suspended for five games. So Jonesy has Jonesy has the pedigree of Stanley Cup too, right? Being with when he went with San Jose, correct? He did, yep. And I think he technically won one with LA back in the day when he was he did. Uh, maybe a black ace or third third goalie. Yeah, he's got a ring. For sure, man. He's a, he's a veteran and uh old school jersey. Wicked like autograph by him. Yeah, it's awesome. You're making the Moscones happy wearing that. Oh, jersey. I know. I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> that. Yeah. For sure. All right, boys. Canucks. And uh, I want to start it off with this, okay? We got Rick Tockett here. He has a, he had a quote. He had a quote in one of his press conferences, and he says this: "If you want to go far, you're going to you're going to face adversity. You don't have to. You don't pick and choose it. Adversity can hit you at any time. We're playing for something that should get you going. So this comes in a time of of a little struggle." And I think it's kind of funny because the Canucks, you know, they're at the top of the league in standings. But for some reason, everyone is completely shit panicking. What? What? Why? Why? Can can we beat? Can the Canucks beat a heavyweight squad right now? Dude, uh, take it. You guys take it. It's. Uh, I think. I think I said this earlier in the year when they started off hot. We had a podcast there with DeFazio and um, you know we're you know the city was excited the city is still excited but for me it was kind of like I'm still not just gonna get myself too far ahead because as a Canucks fan for life you definitely can't uh, there's been a lot that's hurt hurt us uh, over the years so I've never really tried to get too too caught up into it it's hard not to obviously because it's it's our hometown team and um, we're all itching for them to to do well and especially after so many you know off years uh, for them to be doing what they're doing this year has been awesome and like uh, talk it said there it's adversity they haven't really experienced it this year um, and I think it it's a signal for Canuck Nation to temper their expectations a bit because I don't think it's cup or bust the way people are making it out to be because we made a Lindholm move and things like that. Like this team hasn't played in the, this core hasn't played in the playoffs. The bubble doesn't count. They had three months off after the season got shut down and they came into the, into this bubble playoffs, which wasn't after an 82 game grind season and into a, you know, a real playoffs. So I think a round or two, these guys, this core getting playoff, experience is really the key thing for this team this year. Anything more than that is just, you know, would be, you know, just an extra little bit and, and awesome and we'll take it. But I think the tempers need, uh, our expectations need to be tempered a bit and we need to see what's happening here. Teams go through this. Uh, we'll see if they're able to get out of this funk and maybe they're 
going through it now instead of in the first round of the playoffs, let's say maybe like Boston last year. But, you know, I come back to you saying the Canucks fans are looking at the, you know, the past failures, but you know what? Canucks are not getting enough fucking props right now. You got to appreciate what they've done this year. Like, like big time. Like if you don't appreciate what they did this year, you're never going to. Buddy. You know, I'm, I'm not a Canucks fan and I was on here with you guys before and I was like, they're not even going to, you know, we can retake that. And what I said, man, I'm biting my words. Like they are, they got the best guys behind the bench that you could possibly have. They finally have someone that's like up top running the organization. You guys complaining about a practice facility. The guy actually probably told the owner like, Hey, no, we're, we're, this is what we're doing. How could you not be excited and go for it? Like you just got to get in. But now like they're losing these three games. And like Finucci, what you said, like it's you, you said the most realistic answer, which all you guys, all hockey guys, you guys aren't excited, but I mean, like, how can you not? They're in first place and like you get in and, and, and I, like, as a guy, that's not a Canucks fan. I don't watch, but I hear a lot of the radio. I listen to radio in the morning. I, I listen to it. So I, I'm caught up with what's going on with the team. They're a good team, man. Like they are a good team and they got so many assets and, and, and picks and potential that I wish my team had that we can move. They should go for it. In my opinion, I, I don't think that, it's just like a one or two. Yeah. Like, like fans should be happy considering the last 10 years, what's been going on and whatever. I don't know how you just don't go for it. I would. Yeah. Any, uh, what, what, what about you, Coletta? Any thoughts on, on the season? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's been, obviously it's been a surprise to a lot of people who didn't give them a chance. Um, I think with, Hey, look, you know, I think talk, it's right. There's adversity's going to come and hit you in the face at some point. What do you do? You know, you know, everybody's got a plan until you're punched in the face and then what, what the hell are you doing? Right. So I think, I think they'll be fine. I think they got to add, I mean, Susie's going to come back and he'll, he'll, he'll show up that D line. Um, and I think he's been great all year. I think the two injuries are, are, are really been a, a downer for him. Uh, Dan goes healthy. Um, I think they need a playoff. Uh, performer, um, mm -hmm. a guy that comes out of nowhere, has a little jam, has a little bite. He's not going to get you 40 goals a year, but he's going to score you 10 in the playoffs. Um, is that, a, know, is so that I, a Phil Kessel or what? I, again, I don't know if Phil Kessel is that type of player, to be to be honest. I think he can score, and, and who knows if he gets in shape and he's willing to go. But I, I just think they need to find somebody that's your prototypical playoff style player mean gets up and down the ice throws an elbow takes a penalty ropes guys into penalties you know what i mean you, you, the playoffs are a different animal i think that's one thing people forget is hockey playoffs for that six week or four and a half week whatever it is especially that first round i mean the game is different than all 82 games you throw those those, those games don't even look the same let alone can you play the same? So I don't know. You're going to question guys' heart, durability, their 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 wherewithal. Can they have that that jam when playoff hockey comes? I, I think a guy like Tarasenko would just be so good. Like if they could get rid of that McKay have signing and 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 bring in a guy like 
Tarasenko. And like that would just be, I thought Lindholm, I, I honestly thought Lindholm was going to put them over the top. It, it might not have, but his 200 foot scheme game is great. But man, if they got a guy like Tarasenko, like you're saying, like a, he's won a cup, he can snipe. Oh man, I think that would put them over the top. Like just, and I, I don't know how Ottawa's doing, but I mean, I, I, I think like that would be just an over the top move. Yeah. And then uh, a little shout out to Arshdeep Baines, undrafted player. Climbed the ranks. Uh, he had a he he was a good junior player in Red Deer, and now he's. Uh, I think you mentioned it, Nucci. He doesn't. It doesn't happen too often where a team plays. You know, in the for your home squad. Yeah, I mean, especially in in Vancouver. I mean, yeah, we've had our Cliff Ronning and and I guess Vertanen. Vertanen was one, and yeah. um, they're few and far between. I think. Uh, some other places like Toronto and Montreal and things like that have more of these hometown guys. And uh, but he I wasn't drafted. That's the thing. No, I don't, he wasn't drafted in the WHL either, was he? Yeah, no, he wasn't. So good on him. Yeah, yeah. I, think I mean, he takes call him up and see who can step in. Guys are kind of getting stale. Lines are getting stale. It's getting into the you know last third of the season. Um, PP's gone stale. You just need to see what you know what can come up and just give you a spark and uh, give this because maybe ten games down the road, a couple injuries happen. You need to use them. Now he's already played a handful of games, um, and you know he can step right in the lineup again. So I think it's good. Uh, we haven't called up too many guys. We haven't had to. We've had some good depth, and uh, you know hopefully he can. Uh, do something here tonight to bring this game back. I think it's four two going into the third now, but um, yeah, it, it is a cool story and it's uh, an awesome story even too. It's an immigrant family and uh, you know that kind of backstory as well is uh, is always is always cool. Honestly, man, like just being a brown guy, a Punjabi guy myself, playing, I you know I was fortunate enough to play like you know junior hockey with you guys. You guys went on and played as well, and seeing that was pretty special. Like I'm not a Canucks fan as it is, but I've watched more Canucks hockey in the last two days than than anything. And it, 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 I'm not lying; it's it's pretty remarkable just seeing. You know, his dad's wearing a turban. I didn't know that. Like, I saw it that day. My wife asked me, and like, I was texting Roche today. And I was like, you know, how pumped I was to turban. Trust me, it, it means something. And like, like I said, hometown kids, sir. Like, that's that's remarkable. It's it's unreal. It's a good story for our community. It's it's. I'm super pumped, and it's great, great. And any more of that. Fucking rights, Jersey. I love it. Okay, boy. So, uh, uh, so the Canucks are in good shape. I think the the fans need to chill the fuck out, and it's yeah. gonna, you know, they're gonna make another move. Rutherford's making a move, and I agree, you know, Milos. I'm, I'm just pumped for playoffs. And Goat Radio and Canucks are going hand in hand, side by side, all the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm like sleeping. Goat Rods during playoffs. Yeah. So say that again. I'm sleeping in there during playoffs. Hundred percent, man. <laughs> Moving in. <laughs> okay, boys. How about we move on to a little NFL headline right now? That's kind of swirling around, and and I know this because I have a we have a loyal American goat fan that has uh, he sent us this message. Okay, and he's saying this. Lots of talk down here, and he's being serious. Lots of talk down here in the USA of the Super Bowl being scripted from just a few clips. 
Would love to know your take on it if you think so. Boys, I don't know, but the NFL this year seemed, and let me tell you this, Go Raiders doesn't get conspiracy into conspiracies or, or political and shit, but I tell you this, the NFL was a little screwed up this year, I think. They even they even messed with us with us too because their their commercial there was uh, about how the NFL is scripted and they were they had players in the studio and talking about looking over scripts and uh, and you know joking about it. Um, I mean, I don't think it's scripted. It's tough to script a sport like that that is so um, physical and fast paced when the ball but, but, is snapped. But buddy, when it isn't, when it's not physical, when they're leaving Mahomes open, it's fishy. I think and- it's more about the officiating, and I think that's across oh, yeah. all sports. All sports right now is officiating is being scrutinized to a new level like it never has before. There's social media. There's a million things where calls are just zoomed in on, replay different angles and. One angle looks like it. How did? How was this not called? Then another angle shows it. Some people have this opinion. Some people have that. I think it's just the day and age now where everything is so scrutinized. There's panel after panel. There's TV show after TV show. There's podcasts after podcasts that are breaking all this stuff down. And I think it's it's just overly scrutinized, and it's happening in every sport. Soccer yeah. in Europe is insane with VAR. Um, the NHL, we're, we're like, how bad are these refs? Um, it's just happening all over sports with the NFL. I mean, uh, I don't think they need to script it because it's such a cash cow that they don't, people are going to watch regardless if it's Mahomes and, uh, Purdy in the Super Bowl or I don't know, whoever, like, uh, they're going to watch. Sus. Like, how do those two offensive linemen, like, most penalized, like, and they don't even get any penalties in the last three playoff games ever. And, like, he's not touching. There's plays. That it's for sure, man. It's the refing. Like, and NFL is, like, the one sport where you can just, like, get away with, like, how bad it is. Like, I can't believe it. Like, it, I think it's I, – I, I'm just stirring the pot. Points. I'm just stirring the pot. But, you know, Arian, Arian Foster, he, he, he kind of is the one that brought this to light. And he literally said he got a booklet before the season and it's like week one, a hamstring injury. Week two, this ref is going to miss this call. (laughs) That's pretty nutty. Oh, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a, yeah, it's, it's, you know, the amount of, like, think of your own house right or your family how long how long can you really keep a secret and that's like five people you there's just no way like yeah somebody this it would never happen it could never happen i don't think maybe i i mean i i would agree that some refs you know are, are jaded in certain things and maybe you know aren't as good as the next ref and i think to be honest in all sports referees should have an HR person, whoever the hell it is, for each association. Yeah. And they should answer questions after games. 
especially 100%. playoff games. I mean, the, the, the way they're protected in every sport is absolutely ridiculous because you're asking the players and the coaches to do all these things and then stand in front of a microphone after they lose or get crushed or whatever it is. But the refs don't have to explain. Maybe, maybe there's a head ref that has a press conference once a week yeah. and has to deal with the bullshit that all the other people have to deal with. And now there's some accountability there. Maybe that's the way moving forward. So, um, I mean, baseball is the worst. If you really want to get into it, we're spring training yeah. here. Every guy, us four, call a strike. We're all going to call a strike differently. So yeah. how the hell is a pitcher and a batter supposed to know what the fuck's going on when his strike range is here and my strike range is over here? Like that, to me, is even, even worse, right? But can I ask you guys this? Do you guys think the NFL wanted Taylor Swift to win the Super Bowl? Man, she closes, she she shuts down, sells out football stadiums herself. I hate that narrative, man. That everybody's doing this whole Taylor Swift thing. Like money, she can close out a stadium money. herself. Good for her. It's good money. for her, man. I, hey. I think so. Like, hey, fuck that, boys. I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'm a cowboy fan. I got nothing to stand on. Fuck. Listen. My kids love Taylor Swift. I know three songs, and I have to. I, I'm a Swifty. I'm a hey, Swifty. Hey, I like her too. But I'll tell you this: I've talked to some, like the last like, the last two weeks, I've talked to some grizzled American football fans. Like I'm talking, like tailgaters. Oh yeah, uh, the guzzlers that built the the NFL nation. Okay, they are choked. This what happened? What took place? Like you tell me, the last throw of the 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 Super Bowl when Casey won it. Do you know where the the camera zoomed in on? Not the team celebrating in the stands. Do you know how choked they were? Like, don't get me wrong, the NFL gained a lot of viewers, a lot of viewers, but they lost a lot of heart and soul fans. They they said they're they're done. There's. And, and you know what? I, I get it. It was complete. <laughs> honestly, this, the, all the pictures after the game was uh, girlfriends. It yeah, was, but that's the NFL just being smart, right? Like, I, I get what you're saying, and they're choked, but like, man, they're making so much money of just showing her face, and, and that's the. It's they shouldn't be upset. That's 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 the politics in sports. Who said like, it? Like they should. Was, uh... They shouldn't be surprised. Sorry, Tur. There was a, a guy. Was it Aaron Ward or one of I don't know an analyst said he watched the Super Bowl with his daughter, which for him was a ridiculously cool thing to do. Because yeah. why else would his daughter, who has nothing to do, doesn't care about football, but because Taylor was there, you know, it, it maybe I get what Milos is saying, and I think the dummies that are on the cameras and, and filming them. Why? Like the team yeah. won. I get that. Like she's she's the girlfriend of, of of a player. Okay, let's focus on the players. But I don't know if they're. I mean, unless they're being. Yo, <laughs> NFL's whispering in their ear, like, "Hey, go to her right away." Yeah. <laughs> that was set up. Yeah, but to. I mean, I yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Like, I, it's, there's so many different narratives to it. Yeah, I don't even know the guy's name that scored the winning touchdown because. This guy won a freaking pot he doesn't even know about, and he's just, just jumping around. That, he's collecting money. Like, like, yeah. Just because I went to Taylor Swift, Swift right away, I didn't even see the back of the guy's jersey. Hey, look, me and Fanuch, 
We're our Cowboys will win next year. That's how Cowboy fans go. We we got him next year. That's the way. It's, it's in the script. It's in the script. Prescott will be dating somebody. Maybe shit. I don't know. Sabrina Carpenter, the the, the opening act for Taylor Swift or whatever her name is, and then then we're we're good. Dak Dak's gonna be good next yeah. year. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it with this quote from a from a goat fan here that I think will sum up sum it up here. The same people who think the NFL is scripted are the same people who think the WWE isn't. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> Wrestling's a good one. Wrestling's fucking awesome. I'll tell it's you getting that. Getting good. Like, Cody Rhodes. It is. And, 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 yeah. And, Claire, uh, you watch? I watched the first five minutes and the last 10 minutes. <laughs> you know what? I, it's like reading over the last right? handful of years. I mean, I watched <laughs> yeah. in the, back in the day, day with the Heart Foundation. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, I loved it. So you know, cold. I got I got the IPTV and you're sitting there Sunday, nothing to do, and there's like, oh fuck, Royal Rumble's on. I throw it on there. <laughs> it, you know what? It's a show. There's sixty thousand. It's good. Like it's yeah. it's yeah. They're doing what they're doing, and it's fun and it's entertaining and it's it's, it's awesome. I like it. And I know Coletta, I, watch it, but I like it. Coletta, you're very knowledgeable. I want to do a WWE pod pretty soon because you know what you're talking about. Old school okay. wrestling. Yeah, love it. Okay, guys, so sprouting out from the NFL, because we've seen all those girls um, on on the screen, it's uh, our GOAT 5 question is about this, okay? Who are your top five hottest athlete girlfriends? And and boys, I got, uh, you know, I got wife approval on this, so... Yeah. <laughs> so it's okay, we can, we can, we can share who you think is your top five. Cause I'll tell you why. If they, if the girls were on the pod, they would talk about dudes for a couple hours. Oh. So don't, don't tell. Oh. Everybody loves that. Travis Kelsey. Like he's the man. My aunt, my, I think my aunt loves Travis Kelsey now. So <laughs> that, that's what, that's what I mean. So, okay. Let's start off with our number five. So Coletta, how about you start us off? Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's go with. I, I I really enjoyed actually watching the Beckham documentary. So Posh actually was very very awesome, very endearing in the in, in the documentary too. She came across, uh, you know, she she's a gorgeous lady, um, real cool. You could see the connection. Bex was actually awesome too. I mean, he's pretty hot himself. I mean, don't get me wrong, but. Uh, I'd go posh. She's she's right up there. I think she was she did it for me, and uh, she was real cool. And, and it really was a, a cool documentary as well. If anybody hasn't seen it yet, awesome. Tourzy, what's your number five? I went with Hannah Jeter. I'm a Yankees guy. She's hot. That's all. She's fifth on my list. That's it. Okay, I'm going with uh, Christian McCaffrey, Olivia Culpo. Mm. So she is the former. Miss Universe. And uh, that's all I know about her. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, Finucci. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Marks there. Um, I think she's kind of the OG wag wife and girl or girlfriend, uh, as they call them. Um, I think that's kind of where all the madness uh, began with uh athletes and their significant others and the tabloids and and all that kind of stuff following them around and uh she was pretty famous herself and probably my favorite uh, favorite spice girl 
Hundred percent. Okay, Coletta, number four. Wow. Um, um, I'm gonna go. I know it's an athlete, but I'm gonna go to musician here mm-hmm. and go to Levine's wife, Bahati. She's a she's a fan oh, favorite. Oh, oh. Uh, me and my wife both think she's very pretty. Um, she's just got a good look to her. Um, so Glad I, I know I, I know I strayed list, from the athlete, but I went to Adam Levine, and again, you know, I think um, she she's she's real she's real pretty. Like she just she's she she's cool. Okay. Is she on your celebrity list? Does she approve the wife? Yeah, approve or what? yeah. Sadie Sadie <laughs> likes her as well, so I think I'm in, I'm in, I'm okay there. Yeah, I'm okay with that one. Torsi. Uh, I'm gonna go with Katie Upton. Ooh. Uh she's a goat. Her husband's a goat. That's yeah. it. Okay, honestly, tour. I had Kate Upton as my number four. Uh, Did you guys? Yeah. For, former. Uh, uh, she was the Sports Illustrated, more of a plus size model, right? But buddy, she's unreal. What was that? Teach me how to Dougie. <laughs> Is that it? No, Panucci okay. knows. Uh, <laughs> Nucci's staying quiet. Okay, Nucci, who's your number four? Um, I'm gonna go to wrestling with this one. They're athletes. Uh, and yeah. his UFC guy, Brock Lesnar, uh, with Sable. Wow! Whoa, Sable! That's a, th- a throwback. Uh, wow! Was probably my uh, favorite diva back in the day, and uh, she really blew our socks off there when during the bikini competition against uh what's her name there uh with the with the ink on her yeah, the, hands the hand i was print. more of a stacy yeah. keebler yeah oh i agree with you coletta yeah yeah those legs man but yeah. but get back to sable wild man mark merrill what a beauty yeah. <laughs> hey yeah Coletta, we gotta do a pod man i'm Let's on this stuff oh yeah like that's, in it. oh yeah <laughs> that's a that's a Nucci. That was a good one. Okay, Wild number, man, Mark Merrill. <laughs> number number three. Number three, uh, Coletta. I'm gonna go just because you have to. I think, like, if if you you know when you're talking top athletes or top people in their profession, there's one name pretty synonymous synonymous, and I think you you brought it up in, in one of your little who's better things there, Milos. Um, Gretzky. So I'm going to go DJ's wife and go with uh, Paulina. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's a Forgot great one. Forgot about Forgot her. Yeah. Her. She should have been number one on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Associated with the goat of all goats. You guys are going to laugh with my second. But anyways. Oh, no, that's your, this is your third. Third is, well, Giselle. Like she's a goat. I'm not really like, I don't think she's, I'm not into her. She's not my type, but she's a bigger goat than Tom Brady. So she's got to be on that list. So yeah. she's number three on my list. Yeah. Well, they're not together right now, but yeah, but, yeah, I, but, but I hear whatever. you. Okay. Yeah. Number three, I am going with Cristiano Ronaldo, his girl, his Ooh. wife, Georgina Rodriguez. I, uh, uh, I think she's Argentinian and Spanish. And she's a you know, looks like a great mother. I think they have five kids, right? And yeah, uh, I think all five are hers and had some surrogates and things like that. So whatever. Wow. <laughs> yeah, just digging in the weeds there for Nucci. I like it. <laughs> surrogates, that's for sure. Okay. Nucci, what about you? Um I think I'm gonna go Paulina Gretzky. Uh 
the daughter of uh, the goat, the great one. And it's a cool uh, hockey golf connection there. Looks uh, looks good uh, along the greens there when DJ is winning golf tournaments. And um, yeah, that's a that's my number three. Okay. Number two. Back to me. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Um, well, I was I was doing some research on this because it's always tough. So you want to, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of beautiful people out there. And um, I think if we're talking like beauty and good looks and status of a, of a girlfriend who is with uh, a baseball player who was a Yankee DiMaggio, you have to go Marilyn Monroe. Ooh. And so if you think of it as just main, beautiful, top people of all time, there's an there's an athlete's girlfriend that you how do you say no? Maybe even JFK's girlfriend too at one point. So I don't know, but I'll go with I'll go Marilyn Monroe just for the sake of the pod and goat Raj classic answers. Oh, nice. oh uh, some history for for the goat fans oh, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, history major. I am from Plattsburgh <laughs> State. I mean, it was a yeah. state education, so yeah. I don't know how quality it is, but I did it, and so nice. yeah, we'll go we'll go Monroe. Jersey. I'm gonna go with um the goat Gretzky, Janet. It oh. takes a long, healthy relationship to be with a goat. A lot of goats don't go through marriages. Look at Jordan, look at look at you can go down the list. Ooh. Tiger Brady. That to me is one. Two, she's doing her own thing. And it's just Gretzky's wife. She's like you know what he was on the pod with those other guys and like he's talking really good about her and all that like i'm going janet grexy she's she's my number two i think she's got 99 tattooed on her on her ace there you go she you know what she should be number <laughs> one then <laughs> yeah, okay Grexy's the man she was in police academy that's uh, one of the movies she was in oh yeah 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 you know she's Top actress in the in the nineties settled down and she's just with her man now and he's a goat and he's a great dude so there's just two great people I think yeah so I'm going with her okay I got a I got one that's she she's uh she's awesome Russell Wilson's wife oh. Sierra oh we going Wilson come oh. on we are going Sierra she's, she's the worst. What do you mean, man? <laughs> she she ruined. You should do a top five of wives that ruin their husbands. What do you mean, man? That, <laughs> Russell Wilson had a good year. Like he's old, and he had a decent year. The Broncos were pretty good. Like His little videos. Anyways, yeah, yeah. But Ciara, man, she's her and the PD Pablo back in the day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And she's, you know, she's, you know, she's, I, I like her. All right. What about uh, you, Nucci, number number two? Well, you went with Cristiano's girl, and uh, this is always a, a goat debate. And uh, yeah. I got to go with Messi's uh, Antonella Rocuzzo. Um, he's the goat of soccer, and I think he did pretty well for himself off the field. 100%. Um, is Ronaldo playing starting? For Portugal this year, this this summer. Wow, that's a that's a loaded question to all the Portuguese. So fans if, out there. I just want to say this: 
<laughs> if if he goes out and he wins his country a Euro, is the GOAT status debate back on the table? No. No? I don't know, man. I think it is. Anyways, does he have a World Cup? Does, does he have a World Cup? No. No, right? He's got a Euro. Okay, yeah. that, that, that's another pod, but I just want to put that out there. Okay, uh, Paletta. Yeah, this is... Um... This is a tough one because, again, I think athlete girls, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm gonna go again. I might go a little off the off the off the athlete thing. Go back to musician. Okay, is that all right? Yeah. Is that That's fine. Right? That's fine. Okay, my favorite, I think, is is class class act is Timmy McGraw, Faith Hill. Oh yeah, that's mine. That's she's. Stunning, she's awesome, sings, does it all. Tim, Tim's Tim's the man. Yeah. Um, so I would say Faith Hill right right there. Sorry for going off, off no, no. but um that's uh no, know, it's a it's a good one. I'm trying to pick trying to pick what I what yeah, I yeah. like here. What he likes. Torsey number one. You guys already said her. I uh, posh spice OG. You said it. So she's my number one. She was the first. Yeah, I mean, big big celebs them too, and and he was a mecca himself, and yeah, yeah, she was the best Spice Girl. I mean, we all loved her growing up, so she was on my list number one. Where's he? My number one is Posh. You guys said it all. Total package. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Nucci. Um, mine's off the board. It's uh, going to Italy. Um, she's actually. Uh, the girlfriend of Loris Karius. He was a goalie from Liverpool. He uh, screwed up in the Champions League uh, three, four years ago. Yeah. He had bad goals he let in. I think he's playing. He's at Newcastle now. But uh, his girlfriend is Diletta Leota. She's a TV uh, analyst or presenter uh, for DAZN in Italy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, highly recommend uh, Googling. Um, that, just sound, <laughs> that just sounded sexy. <laughs> So, I, yeah. what are the characteristics uh, that that uh, make her number one? <laughs> I'm kidding. Just use a tour season <laughs> total, total package. Total yeah. package. Yeah. She's not a weather girl, is she? One of those? No, no sports. Sports TV. <laughs> okay. The zone for Italy. Yeah. So like soccer, some sidelines, uh, Italian soccer games and stuff like that. So awesome, boys! All right, thanks for keeping it under control there. That that was uh. Thanks for that question. Um, okay, boys, that wraps up the pod here. I'm going to be in Cabo. Goat Radio is headed to Cabo. So um, I hope to get, you know, the Goat fans are loving the food reviews. I saw that. Very yeah. good. Big time. So I hope to get to some Mexican, uh, some wicked re- uh, Mexican restaurant down there. That'd be awesome. How long are you gone for, big man? A week. You deserve it. You deserve it. A week, yeah. I need to. I need some. Uh, I need some. I need some. Uh, I need some vitamin D or some. Some. Oh, yeah. Real, a hundred percent agave. You bringing the fam with you, so you got the kids with you. Oh yeah, has All to right. be done. Keep, keep you on your toes too, right? It's good. Yeah, exactly. Okay, boys. Any final thoughts? I, like I think the Canucks make a move. They got to make a move. To get another yeah. forward somewhere somehow. So that's that's my my thought. 
They're about to drop their fourth in a row here, it looks like. A couple minutes left down 4-2. Um, Boston in the building Saturday. This could be easily five in a row, and then uh, then it's real panic time. So um, you guys love, to, that love to see them get healthy. Uh, love to see them with Susie, Joshua. Um, I know it's uh, it's easy to say a healthy team, and then and injuries happen to all teams. But I'd like to see them for a bit of a stretch here down the down the the rest of these games here with with a healthy lineup or as healthy as they can get to see what what they can really do. And I think, guys, we didn't touch on it earlier. Is again, it's a young team. I was talking about playoff experience. Also, it's the grind of uh, eighty-two games. I think is Catching up to guys like Hughes, Pedersen, Miller. They play big minutes. They went to the All-Star game. It's uh, I think it's catching up to them a bit. And uh, I think that's why they need to go out and get someone else that can, can put pucks in the net because can't count on these guys uh, day in, day out. But their schedule's nice and light down the stretch. So hopefully they can uh, rest up and, and uh, keep their position in the league and get a good playoff run. For sure. And I'll just say, Canucks fans, do not panic. Remember who they have behind the bench. These guys are the real deal, the best coaching squad in the NHL. This is the greatest of all time podcast show, Goat Radio. We will see you next time for more Goat History. We'll see you later. Do I think the NFL scripted? You think I really would have played along with the script that had me losing to Peyton's little brother Eli twice in the Super Bowl? T-O-H-E-O, greatest show of all time The Garage Mahal, uh, like Kobe in his prime Kicking it like Messi, Undertaker on the rise Austin 316, I just stun him and unwind Off the top rope, oh yeah, Randy watching fly Ric Flair with tequila, oh, oh, feeling fine